What's good, everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 132, and this week we welcome Michael Sykes to the podcast. Now, if you are familiar with him, he does a sneaker newsletter that you should all sign up for. He talks about it this, this week's episode. I will also put that in the description of, his, of this podcast, but it's really cool. You get a lot more inside knowledge of sneakers, and it's just really cool. Like, I've had people on here who just post on social media, get a big following. I've had, you know, creators of shoes on here. And now this will be the first sneaker newsletter that or sneaker newsletter writer uh, that I'm having on here, uh, which is really cool. I think that we get to learn a lot about him. We get to learn about his passion for sneakers and we get to learn about the newsletter and what it means, especially going forward especially with the way that sneakers are moving now. Like there's so many ups and downs and, you know, people are panicking and it's a good time to start collecting is what a lot of me, like, like my group chat with me, Morgan and flex, like we're all just like, Oh yeah. You know, just, you can actually like walk into stores and cop kicks. Like it's crazy. I mean, recently I just picked up the Jan sports and I walked in and they were just sitting my size. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. Let me get these. I wasn't lucky with the infinities. Because they just dropped. I went to the Adidas store. They did not have a size 13. But man, some things in hand. I don't know if you've, ever, if you've seen the Adidas Affinities in your hand. They're big. They don't, look, they don't look big in the pictures. But man, these things are huge. So just be, be wary of that. Definitely, definitely do a wear test in the, in the store before you cop these. Because the bulkiness of them just threw me off. And I still was like, I still want them. But... There, there. You can see the toaster, uh, the Kobe toasters influence in them. But you know, let's just go on to on to where you can find Mike. You can find him on all social medias at at Mike D S Y K E S. Uh, link to his newsletter will be in the description of this podcast. And check out you know everything that he's putting out. Check out his Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. He's very, very, very dope. Follow. Uh, and you know where to find me. I am who is host on all social medias. Follow the podcast at my full, my first kicks pod, and follow the podcast on YouTube and TikTok at my first kicks. Please, please, please hit that subscribe and like button on all the videos that I have on YouTube. It will help me out greatly as I try to get monetized on there. You know it is. You know it's hard out here in these YouTube streets. So help your boy out. And on to this week's guest, Michael Sykes. Hey, Mike, welcome to the podcast. What's good? Thanks for having me. Nah, man. Thank you for having. Thank you for responding to my message because, because because it's funny because like I had I had I recently had Daryl uh, Daryl Glover on yes, uh, Brother D yes, and sir, um, Brother D. this is like you're you're part of the the sneaker Twitter. I try to like immerse like not to like super immerse myself in, but like I'm in there a little bit here and there. Um, yeah. and, and I was just like, let me just like I hit Daryl and I was like, let me hit Mike up, and, and that was then I was just like, holy snap, I got a response. <laughs> Yo, it's so it's so crazy that you say this because because when you when you hit me, um, mm-hmm. 
I saw I saw that uh, I, well, I I seen you 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 would follow me and then and then I saw the DM and then it was the DM from like a year ago. Yeah, you were like you were like yo, I hit you and I was like, oh my god, I feel terrible because like I, <laughs> I I I definitely don't like I hated I hate when people do that like mm-hmm. like I'm definitely not the guy who's like oh I didn't see your DM like no I legit didn't see your I didn't see the DM so I felt terrible <laughs> and I'm I'm really just glad to be on because because I definitely wasn't trying to like. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I'm not even like yeah, yeah, I'm not even, big Tommy. Exactly. Like, I'm not even popping enough to do that. Like that's definitely not my vibe. So nah, so it's not good because like I mean a year ago I didn't have like I was like I was just like scratching and calling for guests at one point, and so like I was just doing mass like hitting a ton of people up, and I like yeah. hit like a roadblock at one point, um, and and I was just like I was like I was kind of like give it up on hitting people up and it was like it was like this weird moment and then and then for some reason it like after i had that like moment of just being like man i'm gonna stop like really trying hard for guests it's just all picked up everybody start people started hitting me up i was just like i guess that's how it has to be but Yeah. yeah i hit you up because like i was early like early trying to get the 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 podcast up on Twitter to get a little bit more people like, you know, in the know on there because sneaker Twitter is, I mean, I've said it on here a thousand times. It's cutthroat. Like, Oh, for sure. It's like, if you, there's like clicks, there's groups, there's like, you got, you can't, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about this. And I'm just like, listen, I'm juicy hands on there, man. I'm juicy hands on the whole thing. I'm the I am the same way. I am the same way, yo. It's like I, I liked I like sneaker Twitter. I love the community. I like diving in, but I can't I can't be in all of that. I can't I can't do it. I just can't do it. I I, I physically cannot. <laughs> but uh for people who aren't familiar with you, how about you introduce yourself? Uh, I am Mike Sykes, the uh, author and creator of the Kicks You Wear newsletter, a newsletter that I write about sneakers, sneaker culture, sneaker business, everything that you uh, that you you want to know about sneakers. You can subscribe at kyw.substack.com. I also work for um, USA Today, where I host a sneaker unboxing show called uh, Special Delivery, and we unbox kicks, which is which is really fun. Never thought that I would I would be paid money to to do that, I mean, but, but it's it's pretty cool. I'm trying to be like you, man. I'm trying to be like you. (laughs) (laughs) So slobby slobby into that into USA Today real quick, man. I'll open some boxes. It's some some stuff with you said, man. I I, I love it over there, but but you know, it like any job, it 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 comes with with its pros and cons. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's really dope that you started a newsletter. It's like a unique way of just like like I, I didn't think. Cause I've, I only follow one other person on, on newsletters, uh, on Substack, And it was like a new thing to me. And like seeing that you have one, it was like, oh, you're gonna be the first, the first guest on, on my podcast <laughs> that has a newsletter. <laughs> Look at me, dork, dork with the newsletter. <laughs> nah, it, it's, it's cool though. Um, I, so, so I used to work at, um, Axios and, and like, if anybody reads Axios or has ever heard of them, like newsletters are like their main thing. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I worked on the sports newsletter for a while. Like sports is 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 my my main thing. Like that's the thing that I've been doing um for forever. Like it's what when mm-hmm. I started my career on, and like I fused it with sneakers to to find this little niche that that I've found. But um, but yeah. So so I I worked at Axios, 
decided to to kind of do my own thing and and try this newsletter business uh, for myself, and, and it's been pretty fun. Like I, I thought, I'd never thought that there was like a an audience that wanted to to read about sneakers mm-hmm. in that way, but like it's it's definitely there. It's definitely there, and and like. Like you, I, I've I've found a, a home on uh, sneaker Twitter, which is which has been pretty pretty interesting. It, well, it, I mean, it. you found a home. I don't know about like you, like me. No, <laughs> I'm there. I'm there floating. I'm Come there on, in the man. ether, just like <laughs> just like <laughs> just floating around, being like, "Oh, that's cool," and then I just slide back out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you're here to answer the guest that I uh, answer the question that I ask every guest each week. And that is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? The first pair that I absolutely needed to have was the 2007 pair of Aqua Jordan 8s. And, and, you know, like this was the sneaker that like, this was the first pair that I bought with my own money. And I don't say that with like a sense of of like pride. It's it's more of like desperation because it was like, yo, I went to my parents and it was like, yo, can I, can I get these J's? And they was like, What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, first of all, like, we 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 get you shoes at, at the beginning of every school year, and I'm like, okay, like that's cool, but like they're like Team Jordans, though. Like it's not like the it's not the it's not the Jays that I won. It's not the, 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 the Jordan adjacent. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like the not 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 the popular kids don't got these. They got the ones that I'm trying to get or whatever. Mm-hmm. So so you know, I, my my mom was like, look, you can get them, but but you're gonna have to. You have to work for that, and and it's not gonna like I'm not gonna pay you for them. Like you have to get outside, go mow some lawns, go to the neighbors' cribs, do do, mm-hmm. do some work over there, like figure it out. So so you know I spent that whole summer um, just preparing for preparing for that launch, and, and you know this was like back in the day when like we didn't really have like the solid release schedule, but I knew like the shoe was coming coming around mm-hmm. around like that that uh that back to school time. So. As long as I had my bread straight around that time, I knew I could get them. So, yeah, you know, I was I was outside getting it just on that lawnmower. It was crazy. It was crazy times <laughs> that summer. Like, I had no fun, but I did get my shoes though, and and that was the um that that was the the first pair of kicks that like like I said, I bought that with my own money, and and that was really when I got my taste of of like what sneaker culture really was. I think I was. Mm-hmm. 15 at the time, something like that. And and it was like, yo, like the getting that head nod for the first time, you know, seeing seeing the shorties be like, yo, you you got those on us? That's tight. That's tight. All right, <laughs> who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's yeah. like, okay, like now I'm now I'm cool and everything. Now, now I'm in with the in crowd and everything. So so that was a shoe that that really just kind of unlocked this whole journey for me. And now now it's going kind of crazy. I gotta I gotta clear some space out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm working on purging right now, but, but it all yeah. started with with those eights, though. Yeah, uh, for the listeners, let's give. I'm gonna give a little synopsis of the shoe. So, bringing back an original colorway of the Air Jordan Eight, this anticipated retro came out in 2007 and brings back the 1993 True to Form. Both releases. Oh, I, I, that was a comma. I just breezed through the comma. <laughs> <laughs> Both releases shared a black, green. And blue up uh, blue colorway with premium nubuck and the Chanel Chanel Jumpman logo on the tongue. It's this the version part. delves deeply into deeply into 1990s design, into the 1990s design with a thin Air Jordan strap across across the ankle, uh, textured overlays, and 90s graphics on the outsole. Is that considered 90s graphics? 
Yeah, I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> like it, the shoe, the shoe came in the nineties, so like, I, yeah. I like it. It. it uh, I, thought, I thought it was just like that little like mural on the back, or it was just like I thought it was just like uh like the the part of um the swishy pants, the breakaway pants, all basketball players used to wear. Yeah, I, like, I, I could thought see it was that. like yeah, I, could see yeah, that. I thought yeah, I, I thought that. that was like a design or something like that. I can see that. <laughs> I, I, the, the shoe, the shoe is is definitely a timeless one for me though. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like no matter what decade you're in, what era you're in, like we talking about a shoe that I bought in 07 that came out in '93. Like that's that's literally. Then it came out again in 2015. So so right. every decade, like this shoe has existed and and it's it's gone crazy. Like now you got the um the playoff eights that are coming back out this year. Like mm-hmm. that's that's just a, a, a amazing silhouette. The like so I mean you talked about you know breaking out the lawnmower. What was it like going through? Like was it was the neighbors? Was the neighbors oh, like man. cool with it? Like what was that oh, like? Because you're cool with it. I'm cutting their grass. Yeah. Like all they all they got to do is tell them like how high you want it, how low. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like get your lawn the ball cut or anything like that. Like it, it ain't it ain't gonna be that crazy. <laughs> like I was definitely nervous though. I was definitely nervous doing it because I ain't had no job at that point. Like this this was the first time where I'm like uh, like interacting with with people on my own you know mm-hmm. which was like a, a real um jump for me at that time mm-hmm. um but it was it was a good experience though i will say like it 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 definitely teaches you the value of like and this is corny this is super corny but like the value of like going out and working for something that that you really mm-hmm. want like that that was a real real lesson that like allow me to not take the things that I have now for granted, you know, mm-hmm. which is, which is super interesting uh, when it comes to sneakers. Cause I feel like we all got pairs that we, we cop and don't necessarily wear, you know, and, and somebody yeah. else might, somebody else might love those, that, that pair a little bit more than you, but like, it's like mm-hmm. nah, every, every single pair, it costs, it costs you something. And, and like, that's, that's the lesson that I really took from that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think people really think about, I, I, I mean, I think because it's overshadowed about getting the shoe, like once you finally get the shoe. But like if you are a lot all the times that you stand online, like if you like and then you think about is that worth the shoe that you just bought? Right. Like, you know, like it like and I think now because now it's a lot more just you just waiting like you waking up in bed with your phone in your hand. And right. Now, it's easier like it's, yeah, it's way easier. But if you if you were like, I gotta I gotta get up at four o'clock in the morning to go get this shoe, like you're gonna think about like, do I really want this shoe or not? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> you 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 really you gotta want it. You gotta want mm-hmm. it, you know. And 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 jobless Mike at that time, like, yeah, it was like, no, nah, I I need this. Like, I need this. Like that that was that was one of them joints that I was just like. Yeah, I, it, it, if if I don't get nothing else this year, I'm gonna get this pair of sneakers, and that was that mm-hmm. was really the first pair, the first pair of sneakers that I felt that way about. Like that's why I, I keep a pair on me. Like I got I got the 2015 pair now still, um, mm-hmm. and and on the on the shoe rack right now. And and when those die, because they will eventually die, <laughs> um, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna get another pair. Because I I just I like I just always want to have that shoe to remind me that that like this that's that's where it all started. That's that's pure. That's pure as hell. That's that is like <laughs> that is cocaine white like uh like sneaker love right there, man. That is crazy. Because I wish I wish I had so my my first pair. Well, the first I mean the first pair of Jordans. Like I, I've always loved Jordans, but my first pair were a pair of fifteens, right? And yeah. 
them joints is ugly as sin. But <laughs> the, <laughs> but just that moment of like, oh, I got up. These were my first Jordans. Like, you right. can't, I can't replace that. You can't replace that. Yeah. You know, there's nothing yeah. like it. There's nothing like it. Like when you get your first pair of J's, man, it's like. It, 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 you it's like you're 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 officially in this group now you know mm-hmm. it's like you you are you are now a part of the you, you can sit at the cool kids table basically yeah and i mean you talked about you 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 like touched on it a little bit about like you being you getting welcomed into sneaker culture but like what what like how i definitely need to understand how elite or like how it was in baltimore or like in Maryland, my bad. I didn't place you in Baltimore. I was about to say, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore is a totally different place. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, yeah, no yeah, disrespect to Baltimore. Baltimore, <laughs> like y'all know, y'all know I love you, but but Baltimore is totally different. People from Baltimore will tell you that too. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm closer. I'm closer to DC. Um, yeah, yeah, I came up in uh, in PG County, so mm-hmm. it's like the DC. DC is probably like thirty minutes from me right now, mm-hmm. which is like. Baltimore is like an hour and a half. So, so like that yeah. just tells you the, the, the distance or whatever. But, um, I mean, yeah, DMV far, area. Yeah, the DMV, <laughs> like sneaker culture is big here. And I, I, I think honestly, um, we probably don't get enough credit for it, which like everybody says that. But like when you think about DC and, and sneakers, like think about New Balance, phone posits, um, Nike boots, even though like Jim Jones would tell you that like they started that up in Harlem. Um, I, I I feel like you know, we didn't set every trend, but we set a lot of trends. And mm-hmm. and I think um, you know, for me coming up, like there was definitely a um a standard that that I had to uphold in mm-hmm. in a sense, like, which is like it's kind of corny when you think about it, like as a as a as a as a kid thinking about that kind of thing, it's like mm-hmm. eh, you just kind of should probably wear what you wear what you want to wear. But like, nah, if you if you came if you came incorrectly to the lunch table, or you was getting roasted, like it was it wasn't it wasn't it, it definitely wasn't sweet out here. And and that was the thing, mm-hmm. like you you tried to avoid that at all costs. So once I got those fifteens, I was or not the fifteens, but the eights, I was uh, I was yeah. Teflon, but. I mean, I'm if you had the 15s, I'm pretty sure you would have got roasted. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't me. Even, I, I'm trying to figure, like, who was wearing 15s? I mean, mad people were wearing 15s back when they dropped. But, like, I feel like every Jordan after the 14 has, like, there's, like, a... It, I, I feel like the 15s are honestly underrated. I honestly don't think that they're ugly, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I like 15s. I mean, I- I don't like them at all, man. So, you don't like them? Yeah, I, I, I like 15s. <laughs> I like um, I like the 17s. 16s I could go without. I had 18s, 19s. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the 20s was cool. I, I just feel like that 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 post-retirement Jordan era, and maybe, you know, this because I'm a Wizards fan, like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rock with Wizards Mike and, and some <laughs> of the stuff that he was wearing, but uh, you know, I, I think that stuff is kind of underrated, honestly. No, nah, I mean, I think that like Jordan Jordan Brand after the after the fourteens was looking for performance, so a lot of the shoes were just straight performance shoes, right? Like, 
And I mean, I mean, if you look at the whole line in general, it is supposed to be a like a performance shoot. They're using their best yeah. tech on Jordan. Nike was using their best tech on Jordan. So like obviously the designers would be like, okay, how do we effectively make this shoe work and look like whatever Michael is desiring at that time? And and I think after 14, because of his retirement, his his design was more cloaked than stuff that like regular everyday stuff instead of like <laughs> instead of like all right let's hoop in these you know like he's like yeah. nah i'm trying to i'm trying to sit on a woven couch or whatever his his <laughs> his, 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 his inspiration for the 15s were <laughs> right right yeah i i that's that's definitely true i also feel like there's an element of just like michael jordan just being cool as hell like mm-hmm. for for people back then like it was just like I, I try to think about it like this. Like if say like, I don't know if, if LeBron dropped the Jordan 13 right now, like how mm-hmm. would people feel about it? Like I, I ask myself that all the time. Cause like people like the LeBron twenties now, but I would say that it's probably been before the twenties, at least been like a good five years since I seen like a consensus about a LeBron shoe being good. And like people barely like the, the 15, I would say, but it was just like a matter of like Jordan, not to say that LeBron is not cool. Like LeBron's dope, but I think like unanimously at that time, Michael Jordan was considered cool in a way that I just don't really feel like you can be anymore because Mm -hmm. of, um, because of the social media era that we live in where like everything, everything has to be polarizing and and edgy or whatever. Like everybody's out here to have a take. So like, yeah, like LeBron could do something super dope, but then somebody will come along and say and say it's trash and then people will follow that. So so I feel like, you know, if maybe if LeBron was was in a different time, then maybe he would sell the 13 just fine. But like I also feel like looking back in the 90s, like, yeah, whatever, whatever Mike was going to do, he could drop. I don't know the 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 um what is the the Kobe two the one that looked like mm-hmm. a spaceship. If he yeah, was wearing that, <laughs> yeah. If, if he was if he was wearing those and and uh, and they looked the same, but had a Jordan logo instead of three stripes on it, I, I feel like people would have loved him. Before we jump back into the episode, I want to talk to you about Drops and Collect by Soul Savvy. With Drops and Collect, you are able to stay ahead of the game. Using Drops, you can enter raffles and set alerts for any and all restocks. It will help you never miss another release ever again. And after you cop some fresh kicks, use Collect to manage your collection. I'm also still in the process of adding my kicks to Collect. And it I'm telling you, it takes some time. But what's really cool about Collect is that you can also make trades with no fees if you're a current member. But don't worry. If you aren't a member, you just have to pay a flat rate of $8. Now, how do you get to these apps? All you have to do is use the link in the description of this podcast or in the link tree for this podcast. Download these apps and grow your collection by helping the podcast. That's right. Just use the links in the description and start expanding your collection today. True. I think, yeah, I think there's like a a certain like elite status that you get with wearing a Jordan, like a like a numbered Jordan. You know, and or I mean, 
in my high school, people were quizzing each other on the numbers and like what they look like. And I was just like, all right, man, like I like sneakers, <laughs> but y'all got to take on. it easy. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> like we, we try to, we try to pass this class. We, got, we got Regents next week. You over here. What's the, what's the, what's the threes? What the threes look like? What was the name? I was there last night. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had pre-count the next morning. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I mean, you, what was it? What's it like being like? Were you like? Did you ever do like lineups for for in in uh, Maryland? Did you ever do lineups? What What was it like out there? Yeah. So so, so so being outside, it was kind of crazy. Like I wasn't allowed to go outside and and stand in lines all the time because my parents were like terrified of of one like me getting into something in the line and two like after i purchased the shoe like what if i got robbed like they they were they were like really on that especially with like the jays so it was very rare like i i remember lining up for um god which foams there was a pair of foams that came out in, in 2012 and i went to um i went to annapolis mall for them and I stood mm-hmm. in line. I didn't like camp out overnight or anything like that. I just went like the day of. Didn't get yeah. the shoe. Like they sold out of my size because obviously people were out there camping out or whatever. But like that, it was mm-hmm. kind of vibey though. Honestly, like I'm not gonna lie. I, I I think that we probably be in a better place as a sneaker community if if we lined up outside a little bit more because mm-hmm. there would be more people going outside connecting with each other as opposed to everybody being sort of disconnected in this way and. um and just waking up at 9.50 a.m. Eastern time to to grab a pair of shoes. Like, it's like, you know, that that camaraderie that you would have when when you were standing in line with somebody and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yo, what size are you? What size are you? Okay, I, I think I don't see too many 11 and a halves in front of me. I don't think like I mm-hmm. I should I should be fine if I'm in this spot. Like, I think I'm I think I'm up close enough. And then just having, you know, your heart broken when you get up to the front of the line or whatever. Like maybe you get them, maybe you don't. But like, I mean, it, me, it, it, me it as a size thirteen, I felt that. I felt oh, that man. in my core. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, they, they ain't had too much for you. <laughs> like, they never had, had any, anything for me. Anything. <laughs> well, and then, and, and and that was a shoe that people would like resellers would or people would would try to um, trade for. So it was like. It was a shoe that like it came with like, OK, if you buy a 13, it'll be easier to get like 11 or it'd be easier to get right. a 10. You could do a swap because people people be like, oh, yeah, they didn't get a 13. But now you just got to pay shipping and you get a swap. I'm like, I'm like, but what about me? Man? I'm the 13 right. on the line. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. I'm standing right here. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, they got to I wish I wish they did like like once they once you walk in they they measure your foot and they'd be like that's the only size you can get like they, oh, they break out the the silver thing and you gotta you gotta step on yeah, it you gotta, like, you gotta right, step yeah. on it and then and then they <laughs> confirm because like that would make stuff so much easier like <laughs> nobody's gonna do nobody's gonna take that extra step except for those those skate shops that be wilding a little bit like they might mm-hmm. they might do something like that they might do something a little bit worse like you gotta you gotta do a, a kick flip to get, to get these SBs, like yeah, you gotta you I mean, gotta do something like that. But, trust me, I was I was I was trying to learn how to do a kickflip just in case I was asked. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can I cannot do no kickflips, dog. Like no, it, there's no way. So so I, I'm I'm a SBs were big here too, like they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
in um in the mid two thousands. And so like in high school, like that was that was the like if you could get if you could get could get pairs of SBs, like you were you were that dude. And and like I remember being so pressed to get them and just never being able to find them. But I did mm-hmm. I get I did cop a couple pairs. Like I had the um the destroyer dunks. Mm-hmm. I got the the skater dives from the skate shop that used to be um actually uh, across the street from my high school, which was very convenient. That's um, dope. But it was like the the culture around it was so dope. And it's like completely opposite of what Nike SB is today, I feel like mm-hmm. in some respects. Where like oh yeah. Back then it was super niche. Now Nike SB is kinda it's kinda it's not even kinda, it's very commercial. But it's cool though. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. I'm I'm glad SBs are back. I'm glad dunks are back. Um but it was just it was just a totally, totally different beast. That's kind of a tangent, but no, I mean, I'm I'm always down for SB talk. Like that's what that's what got me into sneaker culture, like the the like the pure form of sneaker culture. Yeah. Like uh and, and it brought me to like the forums. I don't know if you were on the forums back in the day. Nike but, talk. Like yeah, like yeah, I was I I, fa- I found Nike Talk, but I was mostly on NikeSB.org a lot because mm-hmm. I was okay, just yeah, a, a yeah, huge yeah. SB. I was I was one of those SB do or die guys, like is SBs or nothing? Like, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and then, and then, um, and it was just like, I, I seen like, you know, a lot of, it was a lot more mixed, uh, people like in, into SBs, you know, I feel like Jordans are such like, like the, the hood, the hood shoe or like, right. you know, phones are like the hood shoe. And, 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 and I mean, it re- I resonated with both sides, but it was just like, I love skate culture. And so once I found Nike SB, it kind of just like melted together. And I was just like, this, this, this is where I belong. And then after, you know, after a while you get pulled out of it. So, yeah. I, I mean, it, it just became so inaccessible, I think, mm-hmm. at a point like. For, first, like it was like, OK, you get to like 2000 nine 2010 and like mm-hmm. sb like the sb hype is like starting to die down but also like you got like 6.0 now where and and like you, you you're able to buy like regular dunks but it's it's just kind of mm-hmm. not really it's not really the same like at least it didn't feel like that to me like there wasn't that same love and then like the um yeah the i feel like maybe the collabs kind of got a little too too dangerous because they weren't really collabs. Like they would like mm-hmm. Nike SB was just making colorways of, of stuff and not checking with anybody. Like yeah, yo, I like mean, that they, was the, I thought I thought that was the best part. That like, was the best part. <laughs> it was the best part. It was so sick. It was like yeah. it was just it was just dope to see like all of this stuff just like creatively coming mm-hmm. along naturally as opposed to like like I love the chunky donkeys, but like bro. It's Ben and Jerry. It's a Ben and Jerry's collab. Like I, right, yeah. Ben and Jerry's is cool, but like, it just isn't. It's not the same. It's just not the same. I'm sorry. It's yeah, not the same. I I like the unofficial collabs where you have the you know the purple pigeon or like you know yeah, the like you know the the peewees where they have homie in the in this insole like like that stuff when that stuff is when. Sick. Yeah, when when Nike SB was putting out colorways and people were naming them on the forums, and then that's how they're named now. Like that was sick. Like, I, like the collabs were cool. Like you'd only get a couple collabs per colorway, per colorway of the box. I meant, and like, and then, but now it's like they literally just have a colored box for collabs now, and they're right. all collabs. Right. And then they're not they're not really pushing new like 
like they're not pushing like the newer stuff in terms of just like single colorways like and 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 they're not really like they're just kind of taking it safe on one side and then they're they're like kind of spending their money more on the collabs and pushing the collabs but i think that's nike's like i feel like that's what what sneaker brands are now in general in my opinion exactly exactly that's exactly what it is and and like i i feel like nike sb was i'm so glad that you brought up the forums especially like talking about the the names because i i i think that that is just sneaker culture in its purest form like that was Mm -hmm. when that was truly the golden age in terms of the consumer really having most of the influence as far as what the brand does or, or, or how the brand moves forward. Like Nike SB wasn't cool because it was Nike SB. It was Nike SB being cool because the people made it that like mm-hmm. we, we love that stuff. We, we named that stuff and, and the brand really rolled with it. Like, they were okay with that. They weren't trying to control the narrative and, mm-hmm. and sell us a story. They let us create the story. And yeah. that was just such a, an amazing time. And you, you really just don't see that anymore. It's, it's honestly, I, I still love this stuff to death, but it's just like that. That's the element that I think is, is missing, missing from, from so much of this now. No, yeah. I mean, I think I talked about it on something. I don't know what I talked. I know I didn't talk about it here, but like the idea of brands feeding us sneaker culture, like they're like, this is what this is the story behind this shoe. Like we can't have our own story with the shoe. We, this is the story for the right. shoe. You know, like, I mean, perfect example. And I, I mean, like I love Amon Manir. But like and I like everything that James Winter has put out with all his brands, but it's like he adds so much extra stuff, you know, like, I mean, look, cool rollouts is cool for shoes. But when you're like telling me, oh, this is a shoe because uh, like the pennies, it was like this is a shoe because of recess and the shoes that you had to have. Yeah. The extra yeah. shoe that you had to have for recess. I'm like, who? First of all, not all of us had extra shoes. Right. Our play shoes were the same shoes that we were into inside and out. Inside and out shoes were the same shoes for a long time. Like I ain't gonna lie to you, James <laughs> Whitner. I ain't even think about it that much, bro. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even think about it that much. Like I was just, when I was outside, I was just outside, bro. I, mm-hmm. In fact, I probably got in trouble for being outside in a certain pair of shoes. Like. <laughs> That's probably how I, mean. I, I definitely feel you on that, though. Like with the the um the social status uh, Mac attacks that just came out. So like, yeah. um Like the I don't even know the like official name of them, but like the the inspirations. Yeah, the silver, silver lining. Yeah. The silver linings. Yes. Like the the storytelling is interesting because like I'm like yo like this is cool, but like you're also like telling people like yeah, I, I feel like it's it's them trying to paint the rosiest picture possible of like coming mm-hmm. up poor and like people having to to live off of food stamps which is like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that like if you if you right, need yeah. snap, like absolutely do that but like it's also like but nobody don't don't remembers the pink the pink forms like that unless you were like like in the thick of it like in the in the 80s and 90s and like (laughs) like they switched to cards like like when they switched to ebt cards and snap cards like 
in the like the mid nineties or something like that. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, like this is and, and like also like when you really think about it, the people that are buying these sneakers, how many of them have even had that experience? You know, it's like, uh, yeah. like how many people, how many people are, are really like connecting with this? Cause, cause like, like, sure. I, I mean, maybe it's just like personal to, to, to James and, and like mm-hmm. people over there and, um, in the Whitaker group. But like, I see a whole bunch of people that I know ain't never struggled a day in their life. <laughs> like really, really, really just like saying yo the story is so dope wow this is so cool but like you don't even you don't even know like have you even never seen this before like <laughs> do you even know where this comes from like I, and, and that just, that stuff just like it's like yo like i i really don't know how to feel about it sometimes it makes me feel mm-hmm. like that that um the, the the dave Chappelle thing a little bit when when he uh when he left comedy central um mm-hmm. for the Chappelle show because he I don't. I don't remember the exact skit that that uh, people always say that he just left on. But the fact that like he was like, "Yo, the the white dude was laughing a little too hard." It's like he's laughing at me and not not with me. Not with me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, I can I can kind of feel that a little bit with uh, with some of these sneakers. It's like mm-hmm. telling the story about about a struggle and seeing people who have never struggled a day in their life wear these sneakers and and sort of put that put that story on like it's a little too much i I just think it's a little too much sometimes like shoes are dope but like it's it's a little too manufactured for me no yeah i think that i think that it's just like with collabs i think i like i mean my i when i so pandemic era right i mean we were all buying up like crazy pandemic era for sure for sure yeah you were working from home if you working from home you had a box coming in every week. I think every week, <laughs> every week, every week. My 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 fiance was ready to fight me at one point. Like, you know, like where, are, where are these sneakers, bro? Like, and also, where are mine? Like, what's going on? Um, but I think it, that's when I felt the whole oversaturation of collabs hit me. Like it, like because I was buying Sakai shoes and being like. And then like a, like six months later, being like, why do I have these? Like, <laughs> these aren't even that great. Like, I, I like <laughs> and, and and I just I just couldn't understand it. I don't know if it was like overbuying for the sake of overbuying. I was lonely. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I've, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you the same way or a lot of people yep. that are listening to yep. the same way. It was just like if you feel down, nothing beats like nothing nothing brings you back up than being able to cop a fresh new pair of kicks. Right. So I like it. Yeah. And I mean, we were look, the the panorama was depressing. So like, you know, like (laughs) we, we was in there, we was in the thick of it, you know? And I was like, I feel suckered because if I, I have three pairs of Sakai collabs, right. I have the Sakai, I have the regular Sakai uh, blazers, but it's the low cut one and and then i got i got the cause one that's the one i would keep out of the three and then the undercover uh waffle joint and it it was like they were like nike was pumping these collabs out every day like they were like yo we got these new joints coming out like i'm like because collabs used to be the most rarest things like you wouldn't get like one collab a year you know it used to really be special yeah, exactly. And 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 I also think this like it's the only sneaker hill I die on is like uh grails, right? When people talk about grails, they're usually like one time collabs. Like you're not gonna see another haze dunk 
right? That's right. why that shoe goes crazy, you know? And or like the stash collection, like you're not gonna get it. Like, when's the next time we're gonna get another stash shoe? Like, and because right. especially because his spirit on did terribly, like when we're gonna when we're gonna get another stash shoe, like those are those are the collabs where you just like, okay, it's one designer or or one artist and the, this idea, and then they you have a shoe. Like you don't need a special box. You don't need like it. Just you just get to go to the store, cop them, and then you know that now you're sitting with them. But it, it this idea of just like yeah, we need collabs in order to push like our models is is wild. Is very wild to me. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's like the um, I guess the 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 age old sneaker debate of like the halo effect that that mm-hmm. people always talk about with like. When you look at, um, I mean, this is this is really a Kanye West conversation. I feel like when you when you talk about the the Halo effect and like what Kanye did with um, with Yeezy mm-hmm. and uh, how that lifted the rest of Adidas, and then I feel like every other brand saw that, tried to copy it, and mm-hmm. and now it's just like overdoing it to 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 the to the point where it's like i don't even want to buy collect i would much rather buy gr pairs right now mm-hmm. like than than to get collabs because it's like a lot of them just don't really feel i just they just don't feel that special anymore to me it's like you know if, if we if we get one of these every single weekend if there's a collab of some sort that is that is coming out, then like, what is really the, like every, everybody's going to have this number one, which is fine. Like everybody should be able to buy the sneakers that they want or whatever, but like, don't tell me that the shoe is special. And you know, there are thousands and thousands of pairs of these things running around. Like you can't, you can't sell me on exclusivity and then at the same time have something that, that is supposedly matching the same thing coming out the very next week. Like that's just, Mm -hmm. It just doesn't really work that way. But I, I feel like people we we fall for that 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 trick of like it's the one is the instant gratification of knowing that I have a, a pair of sneakers that are coming in. Like you said, like there there's when you buy a sneaker, feels great. Like it, it feels it it feels amazing no matter what sneaker yeah. it is. Um, knowing that that package is coming and then just like that that whole FOMO thing of like everybody else wants this sneaker, so I must have to want it too. Like this is going to this is going to make me the cool kid. Like I'll be able to get this and and I'll have it and I'll be cool. I'll be able to wear it out and somebody will see it and recognize me for it. Like it's just it's just these brands kind of just playing on that on that that thing that tick for us and and like it's it's very weird. It's weird. Sneakers are yeah. weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm gonna do a hard pivot. Uh, I just want because I, I, I'm curious. Just like, w- did you go to school for journalism? Yeah. 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 What made you want to what made you want to do that? Uh, I sports has always been my thing, man. Like sports has always been my thing from um, I was 10 years old talking to my teacher about the 2003 NBA finals and why I Mm -hmm. thought that Jason Kidd was really better than Tim Duncan. I was completely wrong and stupid. But (laughs) but, but I, I was having those I was having those debates. And um, and so that was my passion for for a long time. And like I learned very quickly that, you know, to play in the NBA, you probably had to be like six, five. I wasn't getting nowhere close to six, five. And I also wasn't that nice at hoop. So 
I was like, yo, if I if I wanna if I wanna be around this game, then I should learn how to do something else. And that something else was writing about it. Mm-hmm. And so um that's when like my passion for for journalism started and and it was really like sports journalism in particular that um that really drew me in and then it it just grew into a love of of being able to tell stories and 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 help people learn about things that you know i I ended up learning about and I was curious about and and sneakers is it's one of those things and that's why um you know now. I I tell stories about sneakers. I, I try to help people understand um, the way that this business works, the way that that these brands think, and and the way that these these sneakers and and the stories behind them are are created. So so that's kind of how I got here. It's it's a really weird path, but but it's pretty. It's been pretty cool though. Did you get to write for any teams when you were uh, you know coming so, out? I I didn't write for the team, but I covered the Wizards for. How long was I in there? I think I was in there for like four years, basically from from my senior year of college mm-hmm. and undergrad, which was like 2014, 2013, up until like 2018 when I started I started doing um, politics a little bit more with my mm-hmm. coverage. Um, but but from that point, it was like I was I was at pretty much every wizards game i was doing the the nightly recaps i was i was in the in the locker room trying to get quotes interviews and everything like that mm-hmm. um i honestly miss it a lot i kind of want to pivot back into that direction mm-hmm. not necessarily like just like card sports but just like going to cover the games a lot more cuz like with the 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 thing about sneakers and and especially with the nba and and sports mm-hmm. in general is like the the sports world is the the biggest stage, I would say, for for footwear, especially when it comes to to performance. But but not even just that. When you look at like the way that these dudes walk through the tunnels, right? Mm-hmm. If you watch the WNBA All Star Game um, over the weekend, they they were all weekend they were showing you what what the players were wearing, what fits they had on. Um, the sneakers that they were wearing and everything like that. It was just like all of this stuff is just kind of intertwined together. And I would love to just like dive deep into that um, and and tell some of those stories. Cause that's, that's really like, I feel like at this point, like that's really what my passion is. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that can change my, my stuff always changes. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what you find as a journalist is like, you kind of go wherever the wind takes you, but um, that stuff is just really cool to me. No, yeah, I mean, listen, the sneakers or fashion and sports has come such a long way. I mean, we had David Stern locking us, locking it down, you know, like, nah, suits. Y'all got to wear suits now, you know? Um, I mean, the, the craziest part, I remember how, like, shocked I was that they were starting to let players play in, in non-team colorway shoes. Man. You know? I was I like, was it felt like it was, yeah, it felt, I was going to say that. It was, I was like, it felt groundbreaking. Um, the, just the idea of being like, yo, I could wear fresh kicks. And now you see PJ Tucker with three bins and two, and two locker lockers filled with sneakers. Like <laughs> crazy. crazy. PJ is crazy, man. I, but I, the, the, the funny thing is like coming up as, as a Wizards fan, like I loved Gilbert Arenas and, um, and he used to hoop in whatever, bro. Like, 
I remember he hooped in a pair of designer kicks one time. And I was just like, what? Like this, this doesn't even make sense. Like, I, I don't even feel like you're okay. Like, are your ankles good, bro? Like, but he cooked at them though. And it was like, yeah. like that, that was like one of those things where I was like, yeah, like this is, this is cool. And that was one of the times where I can remember early just being like, yo, like this is, this is, this this fusion of of sneakers and 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 sports like it's it's real like you you obviously tracing it back to um to Michael Jordan and even before that um mm-hmm. you look at the Mac attack coming out now or right. being retro again now um that's mm-hmm. a shoot from 1984 like seeing seeing the the history and tracing it all back is just it's just so fun to me it's just so fun the the, no, the relationship yeah. is crazy I, I love that because because a lot of people don't really understand how the like the the journey a one specific model has taken, you know, like even from conception to right now, it it's wild when you see like, I mean, I always say, you know, 90s basketball shoes are all undefeated. You know, like it's they they took chances. They they made stuff work. And it was like it was all performance based. So everything was pretty comfortable. Like I didn't I didn't. I mean, I'm going back because I want like I'm trying to like buy some old stuff because I want to. I we talk. I was on a live an IG live and everybody pulled out a pair of of gloves and I was feeling so left out. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, this is the one shoe I've wanted really bad. And like I had, I went to a Foot Locker. I used to be one of those kids that would walk in the Foot Locker every day just to see what's popping, like just see what's in there. And, and I lived a block away from it. So I would walk in, be like, yo, what's up? And then I look at the wall, I hold the shoes. And then I remember when, the, when that glove, when the glove came out and then they had the, they, they had the the display where it had the other interchangeable outsides too. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I was like, I want this shoe so bad, man. Like, <laughs> never got them, never That's got sick. them. So yeah. I, so I, sick, I, I, I think that like the, like, I mean, being able to share that and let people understand would is I mean, I'm not I'm not in the the business of selling shoes for brands, but I'm in the business of of matching stories with sneakers. I don't know if that's like (laughs) if if that's helpful or not, but I think that it brings more meaning and and. It makes it makes people more conscious buyers, because if you're like, oh, I can associate this story with like, you know, a, a diamond turf or like, you know, I can associate this story with, you know, a Jordan 8. It it, it makes you want to look at the shoe deeper and makes you want to wear it a little bit more. Um, and I think that's like one thing that's been missing out of sneaker culture currently, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the creativity aspect too, I will say when you look at like the, the performance sneakers that we get today, Mm -hmm. I feel like not only do they all look the same, but they all have kind of the same technology in them too, which is part of the reason why they all look the same. It's like Mm -hmm. every shoe looks kind of like a Kobe now. It's like, yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird to me. <laughs> and I, I just like you, you talk about 90s basketball. I just think about the, the different variations of, of of models that we see, like talk about the gloves, the um, the Indestruct. Mm-hmm. You got the Barclays, the, the, the Jordans, the Pennies, up like tempos, up tempos. You, there, there was just so much variation, so many different types of sneakers that were were made for for all of these different athletes 
And, and like, it's like, yo, where is that? What, what happened to that? And, and, and why, why can't we go back to that? I know like the, the performance aspect, like these athletes are crazy now. Like they do a lot of crazy stuff and we got to be conscious of that. But at the same time, y- y'all mean to tell me like we can't get, we can't get one good Air Max basketball model anymore. Right, like, yeah. like what happened? <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's, I, I wish, I wish that creativity would come back. I'm glad that the nineties hoop sneakers are coming back. Cause I feel like maybe that can spark something somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe like now that all of this is coming back in our face. Um, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I'm definitely curious. What made you want to jump on sneaker Twitter? Um, I, it was just looking for people to talk to about this stuff. Right. It was like, mm-hmm. I felt like, at a certain point I was just like tweeting into a vacuum. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like I'm I'm tweeting into the ether about these shoes that I love and nobody's nobody's really saying anything back. And so it was like a search for um people who not only thought like me but but also disagree with me too on some things so that that like I could have these conversations and 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 learn more things about sneaker culture and and how sneakers are made and and what this process is like to to make my work better at the end of the day and i feel like that has been sneaker twitter has been really helpful in that and just giving me the insight on um the business perspectives the um development perspectives like just just some of the people that that i've run into like you had Daryl on, on on the podcast, um, and and Daryl is a an amazing resource man. Like that dude knows so much, has thousands of pairs of sneakers. Yeah. Um, and like I remember, it's it's so funny. I remember um, we did an episode of Special Delivery where like uh, my my producer he bought a pair of um, uh, ninety seven um, sil- silver bullets mm-hmm. uh, from StockX, like two, three months before they came out or something like that. And I was like, yo, like, I'm very questionable about these. Like, I don't know, are, are these legit, bro? Like, we gonna, we gonna have to, we gonna have to find out. So we, we did a whole episode of like us just trying to find out. And um, I put it out on Twitter. I was like, yo, like, we're trying to see if this pair is legit or whatever. And, um, and, and Daryl hit me. He was like, yo, like, send me, send me some pics. And, and so I sent them and he was like, yeah, these are good. I was like, yo, like that's crazy. Like, and he and he broke it down to me like why they were good, what what I should have been looking for and everything. And it was just so cool. But it, it's just like having those resources, having those people there who, you know, genuinely love this stuff, genuinely want everybody to su- succeed, genuinely want the content to be good so that other people can love sneakers just like them too. Um, like finding those like-minded people in that way, it, it, it's exactly what I was searching for. So I'm, I'm really glad, I'm really glad I found it. I know it can be like very messy sometimes and, and like things can get a little wild, but, but sneaker Twitter is, is just genuinely a, a great place. I think. Um, have you like tried anywhere else besides like what is just Twitter's your preferred social Twitter's or? always been my preferred social. I, I am on Instagram, but I'm very like, bad at instagram i think like all i do is share pictures of sneakers that that i like i don't necessarily like take too many pictures 
or whatever. But like Twitter is um, it's always been my app of choice. And also, I feel like the the conversations are easier to get going on there. Like it's an app that is is more geared toward conversation than than anyone else, I would say. Mm-hmm. So so that's why that's that's mostly the reason why I've been on there. Nah, yeah, that was like the most fun part of like the forums. And I, I always say that like people don't understand that like when it comes to liking or loving and being in sneaker culture, it's not about proving who's right or who's wrong. It's about stating your opinions and then, yes. you know, finding common ground, you know, like I and I think I mean, my time on TikTok has been people telling me I'm wrong. And I'm like, I'm like, this is my like. I this is what I think it's not about like it's not about what you think of what I think it's like I'm telling you what I think like you don't have to agree with me but you also can just make it a conversation like that's what it's all about like you tell me what you think then we go on from it that's how that's how podcasts work that's how you know Twitter works and and I mean TikTok I think like sneaker TikTok it's like a lot of people just, just think that they're the elite of the elite and I'm like I mean, there are so many people that could tell you that that you're wrong on this, but I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to jump in on that. And I think that a lot of it is just hype. And so. I do enjoy sneaker Twitter, just like perusing and stuff, but you say it's easy to start conversations. I say it's the hardest thing to do is to start conversation out there for me. (laughs) For me, it's because I don't I don't have like a huge following or I don't know how like I don't I don't like. I guess I don't know how Twitter works because like my friend was telling me, I have a friend, a former host of the podcast, uh, Ify, and he has a he has a hundred thousand followers on on Twitter. And like he was just like, yeah, man, you just got to tweet a lot. I'm just like, what does that even mean? Like, you're not even like explaining <laughs> it to me. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, you just got to get them you know. off. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get them off. And I'm like, so I'll, I'll do that. And like, I'll get a couple here and there. But like when I want like like. That's the thing. Like, I I have like real questions I want to ask, and so m- nobody wants to answer any of my questions. And I think that that's like that's the hardest part. Like, is getting people so, somebody to answer me. But I've been getting so you know I've been working on it. I'm getting little people here and there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is definitely interesting in that way. I would say it's like um, you kind of especially now like it can get it can get a little clicky sometimes. So like mm-hmm. a lot of people try to like talk to the the same people all the time to to like not not out of like any anything like malicious or anything but like people just don't feel like arguing all the time like mm-hmm. gen- generally on the internet like there is some sort of toxicity waiting for you around the corner oh, yeah. on, on oh, any yeah. platform so so like i think people are just kind of wary of of that aspect of it but like i also just try to like me personally, I, I try to be open generally when um when whenever I'm talking to anybody on Twitter, it's like if I was having a conversation with a person in real life, how would I interact with this person? That's how I right. that's how I think about Twitter. That's how I come to it. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like maybe I'll have a, a hot take that is like crazy or whatever. And if somebody thinks I'm wrong, that's fine. You can think I'm wrong. But but like mm-hmm. I'll never I'll never be like disrespectful and be like, yo, what do you mean? Like you tripping? Like, like I'm not, that's, <laughs> that's never, that's never my energy. 
with it. And, and so like, here, I, I'm you over here asking people if they're crack babies, like, what are you smoking? <laughs> What's going on with you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, yo, it, it's Twitter. Twitter's wild. Twitter's wild. <laughs> uh, t- TikTok is wild, too. I will say. TikTok is very wild. I mean, TikTok is super see wild. See some of my comments. I made a video about the I, I, people. My listeners are probably so tired of me talking about this, but I made a video about the Air Jordan 16s and how I don't like them. Um, and at the end, I called them tap dance shoes and my comments were <laughs> on fire for like two weeks. It was wild, man. Wait, people were <laughs> caping for the 16s like that? Yeah, people were caping hard for that's, the 16s. That's kind of, that's kind of wild. That is, <laughs> I did not expect that. I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video. Please, please do. Please do. I, I um, remember, um, I did a TikTok video, uh, not too long ago. Well, actually, this was a while ago. This this might have been like a year ago. I just go into like the outlets or whatever and just film mm-hmm. shoes and be like, yo, can't believe these are here. And there was a pair of South Beach LeBrons and, and I, I posted them and people were like, yo, those are yours. Like you brought them from your house and just put them. Oh, on yeah. The I, was, I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> like, why would I do that, yo? Like, are y'all serious? Like, for real? <laughs> like, y'all dead serious right now. Like, okay. All right, TikTok. It's wild because people do do that. Like they'll go to Ross and do that, or oh, like they'll it. go to. And so just for the just for the likes, like it's it's that's how social media is now, man. That's like everybody's not. doing it just for the likes. But that's sick, bro. but Mike, we're 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 we are winding down towards the end of the episode. I have one last question for you. I want you to think back to to young little Mike. Just just. You know, grinded hard for these Aqua Eights, right? And he's just about—he just bought them, and now he's about to open that box. Now you're you, you're your 2023 Mike. You go back in time. You're right behind him. He's about to open that box. What would you tell young Mike as he opens that box? Wear them and don't regret it, bro. <laughs> don't regret it. Don't regret it. Which, like, I—I'm gonna give myself some credit. I did. I hooped mm-hmm. in those too. It was—it mm-hmm. was ter- terrible decision. But I did it though, and I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Like it, it was a, it was a, it was a really good pair. I beat them. They lived a good life, and then I grew up and, and got another pair. So it was fine. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Why were you like? Was there a moment in your life where you're like, man, I shouldn't have killed these? Oh yeah, for sure. Because I, I thought they were never coming back. I thought they were never coming back. I, I, um, when I say I hooped in them, like I really hooped in them, like. Yeah. Indoor gym, outdoor gym, on the concrete. I'm in the Aqua Eights, going crazy. Like and and they like call, I, they, I was, they were calling you Aqua Eights on the court. Yo, Aqua Eights. Like, I wasn't that nice. I wasn't, I wasn't that nice. Like they they didn't have a they didn't have a nickname for me. It was like yo yo bro. Like you you run it. Like that was that was my that was my nickname. But no, nah, I was I, I they felt good. Like that was a good hoop shoe. I see why Mike was playing in them, but. Mm-hmm. I definitely I got him in in um in oh seven by by the the next summer in oh eight those joints was tore up like the paints coming off the uh the little the the purple part <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like the 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 straps are kind of beat the 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 laces are are torn up it's like it was it was bad it was bad and I I just I I never thought that I would get another pair and so I felt so bad about it but. Then, you know, I, years later, like I said, they came back. It, it took yeah. almost a decade. But when they came back, I was excited about it. Um, 
but I still I still miss that pair because I I feel like the um the the fifteen pair is closer to the OG, but the O seven mm-hmm. pair is is my favorite pair I would say um because I I just like how the the joint was just all black like the fifteen joints they got a little gray on it and I think it still looks good, but mm-hmm. the 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 straight black is like yeah like no that's it, that was tough. That was tough. And and I, I, I miss that. I miss that pair to this day. And if they ever come out like that, I would get them again. But I, I do not regret beating them. I do not regret beating them. Sneakers are made to be worn. So I wore them. Exactly. So exactly. Them. I wore them. Yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I appreciate you big time for hopping on, Mike. Uh, and for everybody listening, you know, what we say every week, wear your kicks. Peace.